Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. Good afternoon, Central Indiana. It is 12.06. A gloomy day. It's going to be a good day. I don't mean, I, yeah, it's going to be a good day. This is second hour of the first day, the WIBC Sunday Magazine show. Hello, and thank you for joining us. I'm Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith. Good morning, Terry Lynn. Hey, pal. Afternoon now. I guess it is. Still kind of gloomy out there. I busted your chops, but it is ugly. The only one smiling is Kylin. Young Kylin. <laughs> Always smiling. It's a beautiful day and a beautiful Sunday when it's spent with you. Are you Our- working at the zoo today? I'm not, actually. I'm going to be helping edit the last part of our 48-hour film challenge that was this weekend. It has the contention to be able to film and screen at the Cannes Film Festival in Paris. Yeah, so Uh a lot of fun. Well, obviously, it's a huge competition, but because of how well one of our other films did in the Indianapolis 48-hour film challenge, then it got to move on to have immediate screening potential so a lot of fun things wow i do want to give a shout out our facebook fan of the day is sarah storm one of our new followers there's plenty of you so keep Yay, listening sarah i'll try to get Yay, all of you sarah go Yay, follow us sarah on first storm. day with terry stacy's facebook page thank you sarah we do appreciate you doing that. We really do. You used to know, I never really thought twice about it, but Kylan came in and she said, yes, let's build a Facebook page. And she's done it. And uh, every day, maybe somebody joins in and likes yeah, our page. It's so much fun watching you interact and having you interact on the posts. Please, all of it. Thank you. Thanks for doing that. Hey, the annual Broad Ripple Lights Up Holiday Festival and Parade is today uh, from 3 to 6 p.m. The Lights Up Festival features, there's a Wonderland Village, including holiday-themed activities for the kids. There's visits with Santa Claus and live reindeer, as well as musical entertainment. And then the Light Up Festival uh, parade, I believe, starts at 5.30. Oh, I like a Christmas parade. You know, there are neat neighborhoods that are adding to their lights little by little. And there's a little subdivision on the south side of 156th Street, just back from Westfield Boulevard, Every house, there must be a dozen houses, and every one of them have the twelve-foot blow-up oh. Santa Claus in the front. In the whole neighborhood, That's has so cool. the same thing. I love this type of year. I do too. I do too. I'm reaching for something. I That's apologize, right. um, but I that wasn't that for us as kids. Oh, we didn't have the all of this stuff. We would get in the car and we would travel around and we look for the very best. And I just loved it. So I still love that. Uh, you know, I mean, I just I can't imagine from the sky how pretty it is when you fly into any community or when you're flying this time of year. It's beautiful driving, so yeah. seeing it from above, yeah. oh, I can't imagine. Are your guys' Christmas trees up? Oh my gosh, yes. I Dennis put them up. up. <laughs> well, that's right fair. After, right yeah. after Halloween, Kai, they go up, and I have to fight Jane to get them up that early. You know, this reel came across my feed, and it was such a good reminder. Can I share it with you? Please. 
I don't know who needs to hear this. Well, actually, I do. It's, it's boring, people. But Christmas tree decorations are not supposed to be sleek and classy and minimalist. It's supposed to look like joy has thrown up in your house. Okay, <laughs> It's supposed to be a little bit tacky. So loosen up, buy yourself a tacky little Christmas decoration and stop taking yourself so seriously because I promise and you, who is no this? one is impressed. It was a TikTok that came across my feed and it was a good reminder because I wanted that Instagram feed picture of a Christmas tree, but just perfect in, in every way. Exactly. But when, so the ones I see too, Kylan, you're right. The ones that I see that still have Christmas decorations, you know, that have been handed down from generation oh after my. generation and maybe don't look so nice anymore. I still love tinsel and all of that stuff and just... The bigger, the better, and the brighter. I Do you remember love. the lead-based or aluminum-based tinsel <laughs> yeah. where you could wad it up and make a good ball yeah. out of it and throw it at your... Yeah. Well, I remember throwing it at my brother. You know. Oh, man. That was great. Well, I want to mention this, too, because I think this is neat. Uh, in Brownsburg, there is a display of more than 600 Christmas nativity sets. And they are so interesting. It's just this weekend, but they're from all over the world. They represent from nativity scenes from all over the world. Uh, it is, let me make sure I get you a time and where it is. Uh, it is an inspiring collection featuring a diverse array of more than 30 international sets and personal collections of over 400. The nativity selection or celebration is at the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. That's on West 56th Street in Claremont, actually Claremont. But... I was looking at some of them, and some of them are made out of Coke bottles and Pepsi cans. And wow. wow. I like How creative. this. So it's, but yeah, people have come up with creative. First, I was like, wow, wait, is that okay? You know, is it okay to see, um, you know, Mary and Joseph as made out of a Pepsi can? But, you know what? I think God's got people, a sense of humor. But it made me smile. Yeah. And I thought, well, it's, that's what it's for. You know, it's just to make you smile. You still know it's a nativity. But that goes on again today uh, from 4 until 8 o'clock. And then they have concerts at 6. Yeah, 6 o'clock, I think. Again, that's the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Something to see, for sure. Uh, all right, it is 2.11. 2. I mean, 12.11. I was looking at my lipstick index. I don't know if I have enough time. Oh, what about this? On this day in history. <gasps> oh. On well, this day can... in history. You want two? 57 yeah, years ago? No. 1964? Denny, what's the math? 1964? Yeah. Now, that's what, 50? 57? 60 years. Is it? Oh, 60. It'd be, it'd be 59 years. The first broadcast of the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer TV special. Oh, my gosh. With Burl That Ives. many years ago. That's Here such an icon. I know. Who is this? Now, wait a minute. Is that Gene Autry? Who is this? It is. It's Gene. Gene Autry. Rudolph the, the original, right? Reindeer had a very shiny nose. Everybody. And if you ever saw it. Oh, yeah. You would even say it, it glows. Uh, yeah, that many years ago today, it aired on television for the very first time ever. I don't have time to talk about the Lipstick Index, but I will because we've got an open segment coming up. But I do want to for you to all hear this conversation with Matt Bear coming up because something's about to change on the interstates, on the, on the, uh, on the ramp systems. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> Can I share a quote that fits it perfectly? Please. Like I said, the outside world is up to its ears in danger. Well, that was a reindeer quote, or a Rudolph reindeer quote that I came across this morning <laughs> when I was looking through the 60th anniversary audio, and it's so accurate. This world's a crazy place, but we're here for you. You'll hear from Matt Bear and what's going on next as we continue here on the first day on 93 WIBC. Christmas time. 
News at 1218. Thank you all so much for joining us today. Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith, Kylan Talley. Kylan, who did just sent us a nice email or a nice uh, note on Facebook? Oh, Susie Stevenson Hoff. She Thank just you. followed us. Thank you for the new follow. And she posted on our page, and you were so, so sweet. Oh, thank you for doing that. Thank we you. really love seeing you. So thank you for uh, for finding us and, and liking us on our Facebook page. So, uh, Matt Bear, there are changes that are coming to the entrance ramps on 465. And traffic reporter Matt Bear sat down with me yesterday, and I asked him if he would just please explain what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 up. Uh, it's on the southeast side, and we're talking about possibly putting stoplights and putting stoplights on these ramps to take us from the city streets onto the interstates, onto 465. It's really kind of a crazy thing, um, and it's going to help our safety. And I really wanted to talk about this because there will be this new infrastructure on these ramps. And kind enough to join us today, Natalie Garrett, the strategic communications director for Indot. Natalie, how are you today? Hello, I'm doing well. Excellent. Did, did I get that right? Or are we putting stoplights on, on some of these ramps? Is that what's going to be happening here? Essentially, yes. Um, it's a little different than, you know, your typical traffic signal, but at, at the same time, very similar. But it is going to be a traffic signal, right? It, it, will it look like that for the most part? Yeah, for the most part, it will look very similar to a regular traffic signal with red, yellow, and green lights. The signals, the ramp meters will only be in be active at peak travel time. So think morning rush, evening rush. And then when, when they're not um, when they're not active, it will flash yellow like a caution light. Um, you know, urging people to be cautious as they as they enter four sixty five. Okay, so it's just going to be like doing a stoplight on the streets. It's it's I mean it's going to have just the three basic lights um encased in what looks to be a traffic light and we just obey kind of the same rules we do as we do on the city streets as we're going from the streets and using these ramps is that correct yes and just like um you know on the city streets where there's um, your typical traffic signal on the ramp and then also on mainline 465 we have installed some in pavement sensors and they will talk to each other they'll talk to the signals um, and will help, you know, notify no- motorists when they can enter 465, when it's safe to do so. It controls the frequency of the vehicles that are entering the roadway. So this whole thing is technology. This is some, yeah. <laughs> this is some pretty yeah. cool stuff right here, you know? Yeah. It's, yes. Yeah, with the, um, so I, I'm driving along 465. You mean to tell me that my car and the person behind me can actually trigger whether or not somebody goes from this ramp onto the interstate, right? Yes. So, um, you know, looking at congestion, um, looking for gaps in traffic, things like that, um, all with the purpose of, um, you know, matching that capacity, improving merging, reducing crashes, um, improving safety and mobility during those peak travel times. Will this be just an, is this like an experiment or is this a per, will be permanent? And also, what ramps are we talking about? Yeah, this will be permanent. Um, this is our first go round with ramp metering in Indiana. Um, so it's a first for Indianapolis and the state as a whole. Um, you don't have to travel far to see ramp metering. Um, you can find this up near Chicago. Um, so, you know, there, there are people around that have experienced ramp metering that have dealt with this. Um, the locations are between 65 and 70 on the southeast side. Um, the ramps from Emerson Avenue, Southeastern Avenue, 
Shadeland, Brooklyn Road, wow. or Brookville Road, excuse me, and Washington Street. Natalie, it's Natalie Garrett with Indus Strategic Communications Director joining us. Um, I, I wanted to ask you, you know, this is one of those things where there might be concerns with people. I had one of these concerns until I really learned about this is the ramps. And I know you addressed this earlier, but the ramps backing up onto the city as streets. You're saying with these sensors, these sensors are going to know when to let this traffic out so it doesn't get to that. Is that correct? Yes, um, there are a number of sensors, as I mentioned earlier, one of those being an end of queue sensor um, to prevent vehicle queues, um, to prevent vehicles backing up onto the secondary roadway. So if the ramp gets full um, when the meter metering is active, the signal will adapt to current traffic conditions. Um, to empty the ramp as necessary. And Natalie, you can help me with this. The two things people want to know is, will it make my commute safer and will it take minutes off my commute? Yeah, can you, can you so. remark on that? Yes. Um, so the goals here are to improve safety and mobility um, on along this section of 465, which it sounds like both of you are familiar with. Yeah. During Especially during peak travel times, lots of congestion. Um, and that's led to you know, a pattern of crashes here um, on this section of 465. So the goals here um, to improve safety, improve mobility, um, a smoother commute um, for those that use this section of 465 during those peak times. Natalie, I, I want to ask you, with the upcoming completion of I-69 at the end of 2024 and um, the, the traffic and the congestion we have down there already, it, when there's an interstate, a state road goes to the interstate, we have to expect things to get a little bit faster. Did that influence the completion of I-69? Did that have any influence on locating this ramp metering on the southeast side? Um, not necessarily. NDOT's looking at TISMO strategies, which is, you know, encompasses ramp metering, looking at innovation, use of technology, using the existing roadway facilities, but strategies like ramp metering, that we can use the existing facilities but still make improvements without doing things like adding lanes or things like that, you know, that are larger undertakings, involved right-of-way, you know, all of those types of things. Will you anticipate then moving? Uh, you've got that, now you'll have that southeast quadrant of 465 covered. And what's your next step? Yeah, so the Clear Pass project is happening up in that neck of the woods, um, up near Chicago on the Borman um, so Northwest Indiana, there's a study happening called Flex Road where they're looking at um, a number of TISMO strategies, ramp metering um, being one of those. Um, kind of a, a similar similar problem, um, heavy, heavy congestion. So looking at ways that they can um, improve travel, um, help safety, help mobility um, on the state's busiest corridor. One more thing I wanted to ask you about, Natalie, and, and I don't mean to put you on the spot, but this is something Terry and I have talked to uh, talked about. Uh, and that's a construction worker safety, and it's been a big concern. You know, with all of these work zones, unfortunately, we do have the incidents, and, and sometimes people get seriously hurt. Um, how, how are we doing on that? Uh, have you found any improvement in this construction season, or, or are we just doing the same or maybe worse? I don't have numbers um, that I can specifically speak to, but I know – um, you know, nationwide work zone related incidents and really just roadway incidents in general are trending up, mm. um, which is very unfortunate. 
it's a trend post pandemic um, that we're dealing with, you know, with less traffic on the road. Um, at the height of the pandemic, um, we saw speeds increase, more reckless driving. And unfortunately, that has continued as life returns to, yeah. you know, what we like to call normal. Behavior change, I think, is one of yeah. our biggest challenges, you know, moving forward. Yeah. Just really appreciate your time, Natalie. We know you're super busy right now talking about the ramp metering and also the uh, speed limits. That uh, Hopefully we can get you on in a couple of weeks and talk about that as well. But really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Natalie. Of course, thank you. And thank you, Matt Bear. Again, you'll find Matt Bear here every weekday beginning at 6 a.m. bright and early and also on your way home, too, in the afternoon starting at 3 o'clock, giving you all of the updates. He's the best traffic reporter. He is. When he's not here, I feel like I'm not getting as good of information. He's the best. He truly is. All right. Hey, and by the way, congratulations, everybody, with the uh, Santa Hustle was downtown and and, uh, folks are just finishing up that half marathon and that 5K and even the kids dash that took place earlier in all support of Little Red Door Cancer Agency. We're going to take a break. You're listening to The First Day on 93 WIBC. It's 12.33. Good afternoon to you on this Sunday. You doing Okay. Oh, I hope you are. I'm Terry Stacy, along with Denny Smith and Kylan Talley's here, too. 42 degrees. Kind of gloomy, but not freezing cold. Not so bad. If you're out there doing something, I'd say that's a blessing. Me, too. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Me too. the zoo has been packed. It was the first day they were really? sold out yesterday was for it? Christmas at the zoo. So tell so everybody what people. you do at the zoo because you're a princess. I am. I'm the ice princess. Princess Noel of the Frozen Gardens. And I get to just nasty remarks to yourself, by the way. She got one. (laughs) Not a million of them, but one. And it was just, how what are you doing? Someone called me the Walmart brand of Elsa. Can you believe that? People honestly. (laughs) That is so tacky. (laughs) So tacky. And people are just mean. Was was it a guy? Guy A guy can be such a jerk. Well, um, he felt bad that he thought it was a cute ice princess one, and so he had to make a comment, surely. People are horrible. They really are. Even in the spirit of the holidays, people can be awful. I don't get it, but I think the kids enjoy it, and the kids are so sweet. And are they kids dressing it. up, or are they just coming as kids all wrapped up in, in warm oh, clothes? Oh, they're typically just wrapped up. Some people are wearing their Spider-Man jackets, but it's not on not purpose. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're coming. They're all mm-hmm. bundled up and ready to go. Um, but it's interesting you say. That, I mean, it's crowded. That's kind of a again another good sign that because it's not it's not cheap to do these some of these events. No, and so people are out and about, and you're doing your thing. And there's there was a story yesterday that I found interesting. Denny, have you heard of the lipstick index? Uh, no, that's not in my venues. Is that like the pink tax? Is it like is the mini skirt? Is it like the mini skirt thing for the markets? Yes. Like if the mini skirts go up, then the market's going up. Oh. So I asked Kylan because Kylan maybe buys when when you're low on funds in your monthly budget and you're low on funds. Do you cut back on clothes or or do or skincare, makeup, one or the other? Like maybe you won't buy a new pair of jeans, but you'll go and you'll say, yeah, I still need this great skincare that I've always spent money on. It's really tough for me because. If I if a roll comes up and I need a certain pair of pants, then I'll go buy a certain pair of pants. But I'd say on an off chance, 
I don't know. I I think it'd be skincare, to be honest. That you would not spend as much yeah. money on, or you would. So what's the, I have my supply. So but, what's the thing with lipstick? I don't. It seems to be that when you cut back on clothes buying, some skincare is one area of spending that's hard to quit for some young women, and they're looking at oh, young to women. Quit? Oh yeah, I couldn't quit it. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, well, maybe I asked that question wrong. You're right, Kylan. The philosophy falls in line with what's called by some economists as the lipstick index, Denny. It was popularized by a former Estee Lauder CEO, Leonard Lauder, suggesting that cosmetic sales sales stay strong amid tough economic times as shoppers substitute lipsticks and other small indulgences for higher ticket items like clothing and handbags. It's kind of an offbeat indicator of what's happening in the economy. And I thought this was such an interesting way to look at the economy. And there are other indicators, I'm told. Yeah, guys will stop buying craft beers and they'll just start start buying bottle beers. Guys will also. What about underwear? That's another indicator. Men's underwear sales are stagnant. During a re- th- th- these are odd signs so that a recession might be on the way. They're going to go for an extra couple months before they buy the right. new fruit of the looms. Right. Uh, tipping decreases. Lipstick sales surge. I don't understand that. Whoa. Uh huh. Lipstick sales surge. Dating habits change. Hair salon services decrease. Yeah. Company refrigerators fill up because everybody's bringing their lunches. Again, these are eight odd signs that a recession might be on its way. Luxury watches, sales decline. And how about this one? An American football conference team wins the Super Bowl. Wow. I do know that um, there's a discipline thing for people that are always buying online, especially with men. If they think that it's going to be a tight budget, they just turn it off, whether it's Amazon, whether it's Walmart or anything online. That's their throttle. That's how they they just stop. So. It's just interesting. And along with this sometimes comes regifting. Now, Uh-oh. here, where you do didn't we st- tell me we were going to regifting. Uh, where, do, where do you stand on regifting? I'm okay with it because I don't want anything to get wasted. But I do tell people that I got this from somebody and I really love these people, but I'm not going to use this. And I don't want to go to waste because that would be disrespectful to the people that give it. But I always tell them that I've regifted. That's really good. You go. You you take a step further than most people. Really? Which is good. Kylan, do you regift? Uh, yeah, I would regift, especially if it's those white elephant ones that you're like, they didn't pick it out specifically for you. It's just kind of a random, here's a little game that you, you know, can have. Yeah, yeah This I'll is one of those it. questions like you ask a man, do you lift the toilet seat? Do you put the toilet seat down? Usually you're going to get a lie. You know, usually you're going to get a lie, but you got to, you know, what happens if, well, if somebody says like, Terry, you give me a hundred dollar gift certificate to someplace that, um, seasons 52. Okay. Yeah. And then somebody finds out that I gave them a coupon to seasons 52 and they really found out that it was from you giving it to me. And then I gave it to them. How are they going to feel about that? Well, I don't know how they're going to feel about it. I'm, you know what? I'm just grateful. I, I'm grateful for wherever it came from. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm know? not saying. Especially because I'm, I mean, uh, or or I never, I don't ever feel, I guess I used to feel more guilty about it. But I like that, Denny, you take that next step and you say to someone, this was gifted to me and I can't really use it. And so I'm passing it along to someone that maybe that's you that could use it. But here's what's what where this all goes. Casino.org conducted a nationwide survey of 3,000 Americans to find out which states re-gift the most 
the least and their reasons why. And Indiana's regifting habits have ranked us America's number one naughtiest state of overall. What? We mean we give we regift more than anybody? The number one reason, yeah, apparently so. As I read this article, I think we're actually number two, but they've but we're actually in in regifting, but we're number one in naughtiest. And I'll explain. The number one reasons why we regift is because we found the presents to be useless, as we just mentioned. Hoosiers lead the nation in the gift reselling game. Ooh, making well, some average profit. profit. We're not really profiting big though. Thirty-four, not twenty-eight is the average in return. But that's why we became the naughtiest because we're reselling our gifts. I had a fellow that I worked with who did not drink. And he would get a great bottle of wine or a great bottle of li- of liquor. Yeah. And he would he would give it to somebody else. He says, "This is your Christmas present." And then we later found out that one of his clients or somebody gave it to him. And you go, "Really? You know?" But yeah. it, did we care? No, we got a free bottle of you wine got a or a free bottle. bottle of wine. Of, yeah. That's the, I think that's what I regift the most is when I get big bottles of liquor that I don't care for or something or, or bourbon. I'm not a big bourbon drinker, mm-hmm. but um, those are things that I will re-gift and I should do better at saying I didn't buy that for you. I have a question. <laughs> yes. So if we are ranked that high with re-gifting, does that mean we also rank that high at giving worse, like giving awful presents? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't, I don't think that was in the survey. I don't think so. Well, I... I mean, if it's a gift that you're wanting to re-give all the time, like, we're not very good at just giving If a family gifts, member you know. gives you something to wear that is just but ugly, what do you do with it? Do you say, oh, I love it. Thank you very much. <laughs> do What do you do then? That's a good question. Is this one of those toilet seat up and down? Yeah, 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 yeah. But tell the truth. What Do you try to find somebody else who might wear it? or I because- try to find occasions that I can wear it with them, okay. if that helps. But if someone else is going to get more use of it, like my sister, she will find any reason to wear an ugly Christmas sweater, like with her kids too. as a teacher. Yeah. And so if it fits her, bam, there you go. It gets more use. But I mean, so grateful. Yeah, I think that's why my family now just says, find what you want and get exactly what you want and give me the list of what you exactly yep, want. Here's the Amazon And link. then we don't have much regifting right. going on so much anymore. Well, Terry, over the years, you have received a lot of crazy gifts from I listeners, have. from, Great stuff, from colleagues and everything. Love it. The stuff that that you look at and you think, oh dear Lord, what am I going to do with that? Do you regift it or do you keep it? I have it? never. I'm, and I'm being really truthful for with you. I the I can't think of anything that I have that somebody has sent to me here at this radio station, um, other than if it's liquor, if it's a big bottle of something yeah. that I don't drink or a wine of some sort that I don't like particularly, I will regift it. But for the most part, I love everything that comes my way. I'm what do you do? Easy. What do you do about thank you notes, ladies? When do you do, is a text message an okay thank you note now? Is an email or do you have to write it out like our moms I and dads know, taught Denny, us? You sent me one of the nicest gifts I've ever received no, yesterday. No. Truly. I mean, it really was just it's the most beautiful thing. And I thought, and, and I really, cause I wanted Jane, your wife to also know how much I loved this present. And, uh, I think that's worth a hand note. I think yeah. that's worth a hand. I think they all in, are. In I grew up that way. Uh, Terry lost her dad last week I or did. two weeks ago. My father passed away. And a lot of us here at the station, our hearts were broken because we really couldn't say anything or do anything because she was going was through really this. Hard. And it, you can't say it online, but now the truth be told. And so we all reached out in our own way. Yeah, everybody did. And I loved every every bit of the things and, and everything that was brought, sent to us and brought to us. And we are grateful. My family so grateful for every bit of it. But Denny sent something that I will give again to someone else. I won't give this, obviously. But this was such a thoughtful gift. Denny sent a, a, a beautiful, it was um, a package. You open the package and it says, 
that this is a tree. A tree has been planted in your father's name in the Holy Land. And I've never seen anything like this before where a tree has been planted in the Holy Land in memory of your father. And Denny, that just, I will, I love that gift so much that I want to give that gift to you know, pass that down someday. When I need when I need the most perfect gift, you. I'm going to do that thing. So bless your heart. Thank you for that. It was a lovely gift. Um, okay, now what was I going to do? Well, oh, I wanted to tell you. <laughs> wow, that took. I a wanted turn. to tell you it did, and I'm so sorry. I took a I took a different street, <laughs> but I did want to finish this conversation about regifting by asking you or telling you that the most regifted item on the planet is socks. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You it can't socks. wear a pair According of socks? According to the survey where we were number one and naughtiest in the country for re-gifting. I am pretty picky about my socks. <laughs> really? I won't lie. Yeah. They have socks to be a certain texture, socks. certain thickness. Yeah. Kylie and I used, right, to get, I used to get dressed in the dark. Oh, and man. of course you have black oh, socks stop, and brown socks. Now, wait a minute. And oh, I, I always had to get three socks because then when I went out in the light, I knew that I would have at least a pair that matched. Oh, at least you match your socks. Yeah, I match my socks. I grew up mismatching my socks on purpose, but it would be the same brand. So they felt the same, but then would look different. So it would be a different like. It's wow. about the feeling. It's, about, it's about the feeling of the is. sock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The heel's got to be in the right place. Right. Too small, and now you're tugging at the heel. And anyway, yeah, socks. But that's the number one most You know, socks and gloves are the only things that come in pairs. Everything else, pants, you can't mix and match pairs or shirts or anything. It's just socks and and gloves. You're right. Denny, you mismatch your shirt and (laughs) pants all the time. I don't want to hear it. Hey, we've got food news coming. We do, and I'm going to talk about regifting. If you oh, don't oh, like yeah, a present, yeah, yeah. if you don't like <laughs> a present girl. you've gotten, someone is going to gift you for that regifting. How Woo, about that? Perfect. Get some free food, <laughs> drinks, all of it. It's the first day on 93 WIBC. And every time it rains, it rains. Panthers from heaven. Don't you know each cloud contains banners from heaven? Shoo-bee-doobie. Shoo-bee-doobie. <laughs> You'll find your is this the ink spots? Who is this? All over town. This is, looks like, sounds like this cream. Is umbrella is up, 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 upside down. <laughs> you gather all those pennies. Louis Armstrong? Louis Prima. Louis Prima. Uh, listen, guys, it is, uh, it's <laughs> so funny. 12.49. On a Sunday, Colts completely forgot. Colts Titans coming yeah, up just after the top of the hour. This will be the first time in almost twenty years that if they sweep, if they if they win this one, it'll be the first time in a long time that they've swept them. Oh, that'd be good, wouldn't it? it yeah, I bet that would feel good flying home. Well, that's coming up again. You can hear that on our sister station, one hundred seven five, the fan, and that helps with playoff stuff too. Surely does. Let's, oh yeah. Let's go, right, Colts. Big one. Sorry, we didn't mention it before this minute, but there's just so much going on. I can't stand it because it's almost time for food news. First day food news. Lots coming up, right? We have to talk about the regifting and it's National Cookie Day. Mm-hmm. But before we get to those, Side Door Bagel, you know them, yeah? Mm-hmm. Best bagels around. Delicious. They're expanding their location up on 10th Street. Go check them out. They'll have some construction, but go support them while they're going through this awesome change. It's so cute. On their Instagram page, when they posted about it, it was the couple, the husband and the wife, holding their little newborn baby. It was so sweet. They're so cute. Support local. 
You can also go to a chai history and tasting. Do you remember a cup oh, of chai when yes. we tasted that? Remember when yep. she brought that in, Denny? Yes, oh, ma'am. that is some of the best chai. Some authentic spices. You can go to their their tasting and history lesson type thing in Fountain Square, December 6th, 6 to 8 p.m. I'll repost the interview that I had with them and share a little bit more of what that tasting was like for us, at least. So mm-hmm. then you can go and check it out yourself. Good okay. stuff. We were talking about this regifting thing. Well, Angry Orchard has this whole campaign they're doing to help right the wrongs of present exchanges <gasps> with the Angry Swap. What? Yeah. Drinkers will have, well, 21 and older, obviously. You'll have the opportunity to swap out these on these unwanted gifts for cash and a year's supply of their new newest drink. What? Crisp Imperial. So I do know. you just take them your unwanted socks or something and then <laughs> they'll swap it out? Kind of. So to You know, we used to it, do the. Can I just mention just please. for a second, because this is so funny, because we used to do this on the morning show. For those of you that have listened a long time, do you remember? We would take your unwanted fruitcakes or oh. anything that you didn't wow. like. And we would swap it out for a gift card or anything we could find in the prize closet. Wow. We did. That's impressive. Do people still give fruitcakes? Oh, yeah. I Man. I haven't seen one in a long time. I'm confused. Well, to enter this, it's a sweepstakes. So you have to be following their social media. You have to post a photo of this unwanted gift to Instagram or Twitter. This is Angry Orchards. Mm -hmm. Tag Angry Orchard using the hashtags hashtag Angry Swap and hashtag Sweepstakes. And then the notif- the winners will be notified, direct message, and then you just win. <laughs> you win money and a whole supply of That's this drink. That's a great idea. I love of it. Of hooch? All oh, right. So you're going to win Angry Orchard Cider is what you're going to yep. get. The All Crisp right. Imperial, their newest drink. That's great. It's now until December 20th, which sucks because it's not after Christmas. So those gifts that you get during Christmas, hopefully it's just all of those company parties that you have white elephants for yeah, or something. The, do you remember in the white elephant set that you have at Christmas time that, that at the end of all the gift giving you have swaps? Everybody says, anybody want to trade? Have you have you been through those? Yeah, and, my science club yeah. in high school. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. sometimes the secret Santa's feelings are hurt because the person that got it didn't like it and then you've swapped it out for something else and uh, feelings get hurt there. Yeah. Way. Not that I have any experience in that. But, all right, Denny, take yeah. it easy, old all man. Right. All right. <laughs> She's saying oh, that. She's saying it. that, which is so cute because somebody yelled that at Denny this morning. Well, it was oh, it was a Michigan if oh Michigan fan who was jaywalking and it's had so my funny. window down, and I, you know, I was driving past me. Take me, the old man. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Kai. Oh, All right, so well, funny. let's butter you up with some sugar. How about that? Okay. For National Cookie Day, here's a little bit of. It starts with the letter C. <laughs> cookie starts with C. Let's think of other things that start with. How can you not monster. think of the Cookie Monster? Yeah. Well, tomorrow is National Cookie Day, and plenty of restaurants are giving away some free cookies for it. Please and Thank You is one of the first ones that comes to mind. It's known so as America's best cookie shop, and it's right here in Indianapolis, right on Mass Ave. Guests can get buy one, get one free cookies. BOGO! Yes, go get your BOGO cookie. It includes the chocolate chip, the peanut butter cream pie, the oatmeal cream pie, mm. and the iced sugar cookies, which are holiday Decorated, so go get your cookies, Bogo, right? And that is our tasting for today. So good. There are some other deals that you can mention that you can go and take a hold of. So one of them, you can go to 
you can go to Circle K if you have their app, which I didn't know Circle K has Circle an app. Circle K where I buy shell gas? Yep, exactly. Okay. You can get a free cookie from them, no purchase necessary. Fazoli's, you can get a free cookie with any purchase at participating locations. And then this one is one of my other favorites. Insomnia Cookies is giving a free classic cookie. You just walk in, this sho- walk in the store, show them oh you have the app, and you get a free cookie. You can also buy 12 and get 12 free online. And buy six, get six free. There's a lot of cookie deals going on. And then finally, Terry had mentioned this one to me. (laughs) With tomorrow being National Cookie Day, Subway is really revealing their free foot-long cookie with the purchase of any foot-long sub. It's a beaut! You heard it right. Foot-long cookie. Is it long and skinny? Yeah. Long and skinny? Looks like a sub. Just like a sub. They're going to have to go a long way for please and thank you to beat that chocolate chip. Well, only four locations are doing it. So you can't go to just any Subway and get this foot-long cookie. You can only go to the restaurants in Chicago, Dallas, Miami, and New York City. So if you happen to oh, be there or want to drive up to Chicago, feel free. But unfortunately, it's only for them. So I recommend Please and Thank You and Insomnia Cookies. I, the, please and Thank You, that the the, the stuffed, uh, what do you call it, stuffed oatmeal? Whatever. Yeah, the oatmeal cream pie. Oh, so good. Gosh. Peanut butter is still my very favorite. Hey, guys, uh, we got to wrap it up. But for the second year in a row, Jeff Esper has won the St. Elmo Shrimp Cocktail Eating Championship, beating our buddy Joey. I'm sorry, Joey. Esper upset the world-renowned champion Joey Chestnut in the competition last year, defended his title in a record-breaking fashion. Chestnut had to settle for second place in the contest after eating only 16 pounds of shrimp. 16 pounds? Oh my gosh. Settle? Joey still did good. Esper ate 16 pounds and 11.2 ounces of shrimp cocktail. Wow. That is Congratulations to all. Sorry about that, Joey. I'm glad you're all here today. Thank you, Denny Paul. Good to be here. Thank you, Kylan. Thank you. You guys are the best. And to all of our guests. Go get our podcast on any streaming. That's it. Have a great day, everybody. Go Colts! Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation.
Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. 